basketball is back in action. Back to AB. Pull, fire, score! Alex Marcello! Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Also brought to you by Quick Quack Car Wash. Fast, clean, loved everywhere. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, the BYU Cougars play a Thanksgiving Eve game against the Tigers of Texas Southern. Now, we knew after last week's games, specifically the dominating upset victory over then-12th-ranked Oregon, the BYU was going to find itself in the top 25 this week. That obviously happened, and the Cougars jumped from unranked last week to number 18 this week. So the 18th-ranked Cougars taking on the 0-5 Texas Southern Tigers. BYU at perfect 4-0. They're coming off last Saturday's win at home over Central Methodist. The Cougars in that game had six players scoring double figures, led by Caleb Lohner with 19. It was a really good team win with everybody chipping in. Now, tonight's opponent, as I mentioned, Texas Southern, is a team that the Cougars faced last season as well. BYU won that matchup last year at the Marriott Center, 87-71. The Tigers, if you're wondering where they're from, a little bit more about them, they're based in Houston. They play in the SWAC, so the Southwestern Athletic Conference. In fact, TSU, almost said TCU, TSU was an NCAA tournament team last season. They actually picked up a victory in the big dance, beating Mount St. Mary's, and then they went on to lose to Michigan in the second round so this is certainly a team uh, that is capable of winning however they're 0-5 this year as I mentioned and with losses to Oregon and St. Mary's among others and here is something that's going to blow your mind the Tigers have not played a home game so 0-5 the start that they have now all five of those losses have been on the road that's not the crazy part it gets worse Texas Southern does not play its first regular season home game until January 8th. We're talking 2022, and I have tried to find information as to why that is the case. I don't know if there's something that's going on at their home arena, whether it's some sort of remodeling. They played an exhibition game at home before the regular season started. I cannot find any information as to why they are not having a home game. That is 13 straight road games to begin the season game number 14 for them will be their very first at home you talk about a long road trip that is really really difficult on any team to go that long without being able to play a home game which is look let's be honest that's uh that's pretty crazy the good news is for BYU right now regardless of the opponent the Cougars are on a roll and with a game like tonight, for me, it's all about just taking care of business. This is a game that you're, you're supposed to win. This is a game BYU should win. So you take care of business. Also, stay healthy. Do not get anybody injured. It's not something that obviously any team wants to see happen. And then obviously get ready to head to Salt Lake City on Saturday for a matchup at Utah. You don't want to look ahead to Utah, certainly. You want to take care of business tonight, focus on the opponent, you know, all the cliches that you hear people talk about. But Win the game, stay healthy, and then you can move on to Salt Lake City this weekend for a matchup against your rival. All right, time for tonight's pregame player interview. And tonight we're going to talk with transfer Tijon Lucas. And he has quickly become a fan favorite, not just because of what he does on the floor, 
But because he has embraced all BYU athletics, if it is a sport on campus that's going on and he doesn't have a basketball game or practice, more likely than not, you're going to see Tijon at the event. He's there supporting BYU, kind of soaking in everything to do with being on campus these days. And that's just one of the things that we talked about when I caught up with Tijon yesterday. Here's our conversation. Take me through what this season has been like, because you obviously, when you got here, you were super excited to be here. Now that the season has started the way it has, what have the emotions been like for you? The emotions has been pretty good. Uh, I couldn't ask for a better start. You know, we started off 4-0, played three tournament teams, got three quality wins, and came in, handled business against Central Methodist at home. And now we're a top 20 team in the country. And, you know, that's something we were... You know, it's obviously a goal, but it's not the end goal. You know, we want to keep, continue to win games and continue to get better. Obviously, that was a goal, and you guys knew you had the talent. Are you surprised that it has happened as quickly as it has? You can ask a different amount of people. Some think it was surprising, but some think we should have been ranked earlier. But, you know, it all happens for a reason, and, you know, we're starting to get the notoriety we should get. And, you know, now we have a stamp on our back, so now we have to come play ten times harder. And that's something, look, BYU has always had, everybody's always coming for BYU. It's typically a lot of teams' biggest game when they face BYU. So now, you, as you mentioned, now you add the ranking and as well as you guys are playing. How much do you sense that from the opposition when they face you that, oh, they're, they're coming at us? Um, it's, I mean, every game is different, but they all have been challenging. And I'm pretty sure we're going to continue to get everybody's best shot, just like, um, you know, when we played Oregon, you know, we knew it was a top game and we wanted to try to give us our all just like every other game. So we're expecting, you know, everybody's best punch. And, you know, we're going to have to compete and be able to compete for 40 minutes. How comfortable are you feeling right now in the program, in the offense, defense, all of it? How, how comfortable are you right now? Um, I'm comfortable. I'm still learning, you know, different ways to, you know, affect the game out there, being, you know, defensively wise and offensively just trying to affect the game as much as possible, whether that's pass score or, or guarding the best defender. So, you know, I, overall, I think it's been good, a good adjustment, and, you know, it's been able to lead to win. So I can't complain that much about it. It was interesting because Coach Pope just a moment ago with the general media uh, had brought you up and had mentioned as the season progresses that maybe you don't feel like you have so much on your plate. He says, you know, it's, we're, we're asking him to do a lot of stuff and he's shouldering a lot of the burden. He says, but beyond that, he's still trying to kind of figure everybody out, including me, meaning Coach Pope. What is your relationship with Coach Pope and, and that, how that has progressed since you got here? Um, it's been wonderful. You know, Coach always checks up on me every day. Um, you know, he's somebody I look up to, you know, for advice and stuff like that. And Coach has a great basketball mind. And, you know, like you said, you know, they're asking a lot of me. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that's what I came here for. You know, I didn't want him to go anywhere where that's not the circumstances. So, you know, I'm just taking it with a grain of salt and just trying to keep moving forward and getting better every day. I know you were not here last year, but BYU faced Texas Southern last season. What is the scouting report on this year's Texas Southern team? Um, we, know, we're never, we know they're going to give us our best shot, you know, for 40 minutes. Um, they're very long and athletic, uh, returning NCAA tournament team. Um, they're going to crash the boards on us and, you know, try to use their length and their um, athleticism on defense. So, you know, we're going to have to box out, you know, just like all the other games we played, top two, top, two top 20 re offense rebounding teams. They're another one. So, you know, the glass is going to be important this game. And, you know, just like every game, uh, taking care of the ball is going to be important for us. 
Have you guys as players had any conversation about not overlooking this team? He's on overlooking everything, man. <laughs> he always overlooking things. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just overlooking. Hey, he was just know? talking about how great a relationship you two have, Listen, by the way. That's a test, Tijon. I know. Those are a test I right said that. there. Do you understand that? See, Coach Pope is referencing this, uh, this plate of glazed donuts that are about six feet away from us. We don't call him Tijon anymore. We call him 43%. 43%. Okay. Okay. Do you like that, by the way? Uh, <laughs> it's good confidence booster, <laughs> for sure. Uh, I don't remember what I was. Uh, what I was at. Oh, the looking ahead to Utah. Obviously, you know Utah's the rival. This will be your first game, but that's Saturday. Have you guys had conversations about making sure you take care of business here, not looking to the weekend? Uh, we talk about that before every game. Actually, you know, the next game is our biggest game on the schedule, and we got we can't look forward past anybody on the schedule. You know, the schedule we build is one of the best in the country, and you know, if we look forward to game, that's when you know mistakes can happen, and we can end up slipping up with a loss or something. So, you know, we're going to take this game tomorrow um, as we should, and then we'll move forward after that. But for right now, our focus is Texas Southern. All right, let's move away from basketball. One of the things that you've made a name for yourself besides being a basketball player here on campus is your love for all of the athletics on, on campus. If it's a BYU team, you're there, you love to go see it and be a part of it. Have you always been that way at, at previous schools, or is that something that kind of started here at BYU because all the teams are so good? Where, where did that start from? I dibble and dabble through, you know, a couple different teams at other schools, but, you know, I'm more so here just because I'm only here for a year and, Actually, all the sports here are just doing such a good job. It's like, man, you got to go check it out and see what's going on. So, you know, I've been able to, been fortunate to go to, you know, volleyball, women's soccer, um, football, and all the other sports that's been going on. So, you know, I've been just thankful to go there and just show my face, you know, get out in the community. You know, I'm only here for a couple more months. So I just wanted to experience, you know, what other students are experiencing as well. How much has that helped you acclimate yourself and feel more a part of it? As you said, in such a short time, and you know you're not going to be here very long, has that helped to feel more a part of the university quicker? Uh, for sure. You know, you know, it's crazy. Going to the soccer games, even after our blue and white scrimmage, people were just coming up to me, you know, saying, you know, thanks for coming here, you know, excited for the season, you know, just feeling the love and generosity from the BYU fans is, you know, it's just unmatched here. So, you know, seeing the student section out at volleyball and soccer, having a standing room only for soccer games is something I've never seen. So, you know, it's just been great to see the fan support here at BYU. Well, and soccer this weekend, they'll be in the Elite Eight with a chance to go to the Final Four. They had the entire thing sell out in mere minutes. So the place is going to be packed. I mean, it's a good time to be a BYU Cougar regardless of the sport you're playing, right? No, for sure. You know, like you said, they're in the Elite Eight, you know, push, pushing for them. You know, we play after them, but you know, we're going to try to uh, catch like five, ten minutes of it before we have to warm up. And then after that, you know, we wish them the best of luck and hopefully they can get the W. Hopefully it's another great weekend for BYU Athletics. Last weekend, everybody won, looking to do the same thing this weekend. Tijon, thank you so much for taking a few minutes. Good luck against Texas Southern, and uh, we'll talk down the road. Thank you. That was uh, Tijon Lucas, and, you know, as he said, he's only going to be here for a short period of time, and he really does want to soak in the atmosphere and everything that he can to be a BYU Cougar, and and I can tell you, I mean, for those, I mean, most, uh, I would assume a lot of uh, the people listening right now probably follow him on social media, and so you, you see him, you know, tweeting and putting things on Instagram about being at all these events, 
and he legitimately enjoys this. And it's not just an on-the-surface thing. He knows these teams. He follows these teams. He knows the players, and I can tell you that the players appreciate that as well, and uh, that's something I, I think that really bonds a, an athletic department together when you have players from other teams that will go and support you know, other uh, entities on campus. And we, we saw this just in the last couple of days with uh, men's basketball uh, because the, the women's basketball team had played a couple of early games before practice. A lot of the men's basketball players would come over and watch the women's game. I, I think that is a really cool thing that we see here at BYU. And I'm not just saying that BYU is the only team that the only school that does it, but uh, you see it a lot here, and I think that's certainly something that strengthens the athletic department. All right, coming up next, we will head next door to the Marriott Center for our courtside conversation with the one and only Mark Durant. Cougar pregame live continues in a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. BYU hosting Texas Southern at the Marriott Center tonight. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountains in America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. It's time for our courtside conversation, and we will go to the Marriott Center. Joining me now, former BYU basketball superstar. He is the radio analyst alongside Greg Rubel. He is Mark Durant, and he is a great guy. Hello, Mark. How are you? Jason, my friend, I've missed you. It's been a minute, and uh, we've been both traveling all over the country. But good things, good things have happened since we last talked, my friend. Yes, they have. It has been uh, very good to be a BYU Cougar team. Lots of winning, and we're certainly hoping that that continues throughout the week. Um, let's stay along those lines and talk about winning. BYU 4-0 right now. They're ranked 18. As is usually the case, it's probably a lot of different things, but what do you believe right now is one of the biggest reasons why the season has started the way it has? Well, I think the defense has been terrific. And when you have good defense, it gives you a bit of a cushion, right? I mean, the first couple of games offensively it was not stellar for BYU, but they had a good enough defense to win those games. And now you see guys getting more comfortable offensively, and you combine that with the defense, now you start to get 30-point wins. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And, uh, you know, a lot of times in the past, BYU hasn't been as good at defense, and so you better outscore the other team. Uh, but right now, they're able to compete even when the offense is not working. And the other, the other thing is just the depth. I mean, you, so, so let's say your offense isn't working, but you're still winning the game because of your defense. But that doesn't last for too long because you have so much depth and so many guys that can come off the bench. So if one guy's having an off night, just throw in another guy. And so that's helped their offense too. And I think it's just a matter of a, a few guys getting comfortable and acclimated uh, to playing in front of fans in the Merritt Center and with the other guys and in a game setting. And you're starting to see, I think, and I hope it continues. BYU really coming together as a, a really balanced, good, good basketball team. So along those same lines, I asked Coach Pope yesterday if there was something that he can pinpoint right now that this team is doing really, really well. And without hesitation, he immediately mentioned rebounding and how good this team has been in terms of rebounding. And Mark, I think the thing I love about that answer is that while rebounding certainly takes skill, it's not a skill like shooting. 
Um, it, it's all about hustle and determination, and I think that says a lot about this year's team if that's what he's looking at right now. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. I mean, I always think in my mind, defense and rebounding, defense and rebounding. They're, they're just both both sides of the, you know, the same coin. Um, and if typically, if you have a really good defensive team, you are a good rebounding team because, in order to be good at defense, it takes some serious discipline and desire to do it. And uh, and that's the same way with rebounding. I mean, it's 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 hard, and you have to have a mindset and a willingness to do the hard things. And uh, so, I mean, if you got a guy that's going to play defense, I'll say he's probably a really good rebounder too, because it's that it's that same kind of mentality. And this BYU team has it. And I like the fact that they kind of accept the challenge, right? Because you get a team like San Diego State or Oregon, really good athletes on the front line, really good rebounders. You know that's their bread and butter. You know that's kind of that's almost their their game plan is let's just get up a shot and then crash the boards and and get some putbacks. And BYU, you know, recognized that. Coach Pope challenged his guys, and they went out just, just dominate. I mean, it just didn't out-rebound by one. They dominated the boards. And when you can take away something from another team that that's what they do best, and you do better than them, they're not going to beat you. I mean, that's just the way it is. And I, I, so I think they, they got the mindset right, and they've got uh, kind of that inner – drive to to meet challenges like that so it's it's really good to see and you know again defensive rebounding I mean I would hate to play the team like BYU that it's just gonna you know it's just gonna be a miserable game for you they're gonna <laughs> just body you and they're gonna box out every time and they're just nothing's gonna come easy it's just miserable playing against teams like that and I like the fact that BYU is that team I also thought it was good to see in the last game Caleb Lohner play as well as he did the other night. And, and BYU had started strong and largely without him having a big game, at least from a scoring standpoint. Yeah, it's really remarkable. Actually, coming into the season, you think, well, Alex Barcelo, obviously, and then Caleb Lohner's your guy. And he really struggled offensively in the first three games. He still does a lot of good things for you. He's a big body. He, he works so hard. He'll get the rebounds. He'll, he'll do all those kind of things. But offensively, clearly, he was out of sync. And, and you, you have the feeling, I mean, we've seen it. We, it. He'll get better and come out of it. But it was just a matter of when. And to think BYU did what they did in those first three games, really without any offensive production from Caleb, without Richard Harward, uh, you've got a bunch of new guys coming in just trying to get uh, comfortable. And Gideon George is not a lot of offensive output from him. Those are, you know, three starters that you, you think you're going to really rely on and didn't get a lot of offensive production out of them. And you're still 3-0. and And then you go to that that game against Central uh, Methodist, and I think it was a really good opportunity for Caleb to kind of get his feet right and his mind right offensively. He's able to dominate a little bit physically. And so when you can do that and you start seeing shots go in, it can really change your mind. One game can make all the difference. That Gideon was the same way, played really well. Uh, and Gavin Baxter, who has been contributing, I think, he continues to get really good game after game. He just looks really comfortable out there and is a defensive stopper and finding his way around the offensive uh, hoops as well, able to kind of hit that little left-hand jump hook or whatever. And obviously he's great at the follow-up jams and things like that. So that's really promising that you get guys that you, you know, you know you're going to have to rely on this season, start playing better. And in knowing that, even though they didn't play particularly well, you still won some big games, yep. and, and I think that gives everybody confidence. Well, and uh, speaking of getting some, some confidence, uh, I was going to ask you, 
uh, about Foos and whether or not he was going to play tonight. I, I saw that Greg uh, just tweeted out uh, about uh, about a minute ago that Coach Pope, uh, during the pregame interview, says that uh, Fusini Traore has been cleared and he's going to be available tonight. Obviously, they probably aren't going to play him a ton of minutes. They'll kind of monitor those. But that is really, really good news, Mark, because, look, it's crazy. His, his career at BYU is, is, is so short so far, but he has proven to be such an important part of what BYU's been able to do to begin this season. Man, Jason, I love Fusini Traor. He is so, I mean, I'm so surprised by him. Not surprised, but I'm just so, I mean, it's like waking up on Christmas morning thinking you're going to get Tinker Toys, which is a fine gift, right? But you get an Atari. I mean, that's the way <laughs> it is with me watching. He's just like, I can't believe what he's doing on the floor. He's a freshman. He's so big and strong and has such a great poise and presence. He's making big plays and tight games against really good teams. And so that was disappointing that he was, uh, you know, not able to play because you just want him to get as many minutes as possible and continue to progress. But he'll, yeah, it looks like he'll, he'll play. I mean, I'm sure he'll, he'll play kind of limited minutes tonight, but it's it's nice to have, to have him out there because he has been just so fun to watch and so good early. I mean, think about all the great players who've come through here. Rarely have they had that 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 kind of start to their freshman year. I mean, he's he's really special and is going to be a tremendous player here. All right, last thing, uh, the opponent tonight, Texas Southern, a team that BYU faced last year. Most of those guys are back. This is an NCAA tournament team. The Cougars did win the game last year in Provo. Uh, quick thought on the Tigers that are coming in 0-5. Well, I mean, you were talking about it. I mean, this... I've always been fascinated by what Texas Southern does. They just don't play any home games to start the season. <laughs> and it's it's insane and crazy and all that. But you know what? They always end up making winning their conference and, and making the tourney. And the reason I think part of that is you go through this month of hellish basketball and travel, you know, you really kind of harden yourselves. And you're not surprised by anything. You've kind of played in these uh, visiting arenas against the best teams. And and, you know, that, that, that gives you, I mean, it, 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 it possibly could really shatter your confidence, but it doesn't. I think it builds these guys' confidence that they know when they get to the SWAC or whatever that they're going to they're gonna be able to, to, to dominate in that league and do what they need to do. So it's an interesting approach. They've got some real good athletes. They've got really good inside players, Jason. So this is kind of the first team, I think, that's more focused on the inside guys, and it'll be a good challenge for Caleb and Gavin and, and Fusini. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. But, yeah, they're, they're good. I mean, don't let the old five fool you. Yeah. They've been in these games against really good teams, and so they'll be here to fight. Mark, great stuff. Thanks as always. We'll hear you with Greg uh, on the call coming up in just a little bit. Thank you. Thanks, my friend. We'll see you. There we go. That's Mark Durant. Stop by your local Big O Tires for no credit needed financing and the lowest price on every tire every day. Big O Tires, the team you trust. After a quick timeout, we'll check out some other scores in college hoops. You're listening to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live with your host, Jason Shepard. Welcome back to Cougar Pre-Game Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics, getting you ready for the Cougars and the Tigers. Some may even say that they're the same. BYU and Texas Southern 
Let's update you on some earlier action featuring local teams, uh, both victorious. UVU earlier today in the SoCal Challenge in San Juan Capistrano beat Nichols 74-63. Also, Southern Utah defeated Bowling Green in the Fort Myers tip-off 87-73. Also, West Coast Conference action, St. Mary's taking on Wisconsin. It looked like the Gales were going to get this victory, but the Badgers rally, and they defeat the Gales 61-55 in the Maui Gym Invitational in Las Vegas. All right, that's going to do it. Coming up next, we'll get you to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by... The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, the Cougars play to go 5-0 for the first time since 2010. The now 18th-ranked BYU Hoopsters tonight hosting the Tigers of Texas Southern as the Cougs look to go 4-0 in their all-time series with the Road Warriors out of the SWAC. I'm your play-by-play broadcaster, Greg Rubel. My color commentary colleague is the former Cougar Ironman, He's Mark Durant, and uh, Mark, uh, BYU's win over Oregon eight days ago has lost a bit of its luster. The Ducks are 3-3. Three and three. They're getting drilled by everybody right now, but uh, BYU's undefeated start has been well-earned. Tonight's game will test the Cougars' focus, but uh, not as much as Saturday night's showdown will with Utah on the hill. That's another big week for BYU. Starting tonight, the Cougs need to take care of business. Well, as long as you keep winning, every week becomes bigger and bigger, and this this is a big one. I hope the team's a little more focused on tonight than I am because I'm thinking about Saturday. You know me. <laughs> I, I think about that game. But I think you know, Texas Southern, obviously, very good. Has some really good inside players, which I think will be interesting. But BYU has taken care of business. They're a good defensive team, great rebounding team. They're getting their offense going now. Caleb Lohner looked good. Gideon George looked good the other night. So, I mean, I like this team. I like them a lot. It's going to be tough tonight, yes. But going up on the hill, they, you know, there's, some, I think, some excitement about the new coach and, most guys haven't lost, and so another great opportunity. But, yeah, every game becomes bigger and more amplified when you haven't lost yet. So just to buckle up and enjoy the ride. He is Mark Durant. After this break, we'll hear from the other Mark, BYU head coach Mark Pope, and get an update on the playing status of Fusene Traore, who missed the BYU weekend win over Central Methodist. This is the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. Indeed, we are live courtside at the Marriott Center. Tonight, 
4-0. BYU playing host to 0-5 Texas Southern. The Tigers of TSU on their annual mega road trip. Texas Southern playing its sixth of 13 consecutive away games to open the season. Tigers have yet to win a game, but they've been right there in each of their last four games. They've lost those four by an average of only seven points per game. BYU, meantime, has won back-to-back games by 30-plus points for the first time in two years, but Texas Southern doesn't get blown out very often. So in our pregame interview with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The coach talks about having prepared his guys for a grind of a game with the Tigers in town. Yeah, I mean, that's the way this team plays. They're really long. They're really athletic. Uh, they, they start on the defensive end. Uh, coach Jones is, um, you know, he's a pedigreed guy, really knows how to coach. And They have some talented kids. Uh, they're a championship team. They won their uh, league last year and were an NCAA tournament team. And, and uh, they're the top 10 rebounding team in the country right now in, in, in terms of percentage uh, offensive rebounds. And so... Um, you know, there'll be a challenge. There'll be a grind. They really guard. Uh, they'll really gap it up um, and muck it up and then just punish on the glass is their goal. So the first four Division One teams you're facing this year were NCAA tournament teams. You talked about the first three, then there was that break, but you're back to another team that wins their league or their tournament and has that experience. Yeah, it's, it's such an unbelievable opportunity to play against championship teams because you get to test yourself. And, you know, this is a team, you, you know, this is a team that has not had success yet on the scoreboard. They've played one of the most difficult schedules in yeah. the country and haven't played at home and won't for another six weeks. But um, but they know who they are. They know about winning. They know what this is, and, and they're excited to go take shots with the best teams in the country and uh, they're going to be unfazed by anything tonight. It's going to be a great game. What's on the top of your to-do list against these guys? You know, we haven't faced a team. They actually had 29 offensive rebounds in a game this season. That that number, I, I don't think I've ever heard of that in my lifetime before. And so uh, we have to handle things on the glass. we got to handle them in transition defense and then we... We have to find a way to keep them, um, you know, control penetration is super important for us. It's not a team so far that has shown a lot of um, desire to score points from the three-point line. They're somewhere in the 340-plus ranked in terms of points uh, driven from the three-point line. They love to get the free throw line. They love to get downhill, and they love to get the offensive glass. So we got to find some way to contain penetration, to gap it up, to think about our feet, catch a move. Those are all things that are important to us tonight. Yeah, they're a team shooting 38%, but they're not getting blown out in games because they are hanging around by crashing. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, a, it's interesting because this is a team, you know, a lot of teams we've faced some teams that have been great offensive rebounding teams because they shoot a ton of threes, and so they have long shots, long rebounds. This team, actually, they're almost most dangerous when they get it at eight feet and miss a floater, and it's just kind of tap, tap, tap. It's a little volleyball game in around the rim, and um, the tendency for teams when you're in close is to try and out-athlete out the, the glass. You know, there's four or five guys in the lane, so everybody's ch- kind of jumping vertically. And our guys have to be patient enough in that moment to get a hit and then pursue the ball, not just to get, just get caught in a jumping game. Are you going to uh, be the same way you've been in your first four games? Yep, same starting lineup. Okay. Uh, what has uh, what do you expect to translate from games one through four to, to the one you need to win tonight? Well, uh, you know, again, it's it's been a theme on the glass. Like, it's been, you know, San Diego State, Cleveland State, uh, Oregon, of course. Um, everybody is, a, you know, the good teams right now. It'll translate to, to St. Mary's and, and Gonzaga are two teams that just try and crush you on the glass. So this is a translatable skill that wins games. 
And so we'll continue to try and keep growing there. One of the interesting things about this team is they'll send one through five to the glass. So a lot of times our guards are one, two, and sometimes our three have a free run to go in and help on the glass. Now everybody has to get a hit. This is a team that hasn't had a ton of success yet in transition defense. Their half-court defense is actually better than their transition defense, and so that's not been a strength for us in terms of our points per possession in transition offense. It's something we want to really stress today and get movement early, early on in the possession, get some pace to the game, uh, pass heads to attack, pass heads to pass back ball screens, and really kind of take advantage of the flow of the game and keep this ball moving. Finally, Coach, you didn't have Fusini Traore for the weekend game. Can you update us on his status? Yeah, he's been cleared to play. We'll monitor his minutes and how he's feeling, um, but but um, we'll have him uh, on the active ro- roster today. So dressed and maybe plays? Yes, absolutely. Okay, Coach, thank you for the preview. We'll talk to you post-game. Thanks, Rick. That is Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game, brought to you by Ford, built Ford proud. Mark Durant gives us his keys to tonight's contest. Yeah, so Texas Southern presents a unique challenge in that their best players are a couple 6'9", inside guys, really talented, and uh, Get a lot of rebounds. So I think for me the key is if BYU's three big three, I'd say Fusini and Caleb and and Gavin Baxter, if they can match those two guys in points and rebounds, BYU is just so much better at the perimeter that they'll win this game. So look for that inside matchup. See how BYU's bigs do against their two really good players. There you have it. As we head to break, this reminder that Smith's has all your fresh game day grilling and tailgating faves. And when you shop today, you can get free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Just order from the app or at Kroger.com and make your game day great. Smith's fresh for everyone. Coming up next, it's the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome back courtside inside the Marriott Center for BYU's second consecutive or third consecutive. Well, they had two consecutive home games to open the season. Then they went on the road. Now they get two on the other side. It'll be a three-game road swing coming up for BYU after this one tonight. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you from courtside. Jason Shepard's our studio host. Control board operators are Corbin Radford and Tanner Graff. Terry South is our coordinating producer. BYU radio engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Broadcast intern is Trevor Rich in studio. We're glad to have you joining us on the new skin, BYU Sports Network, led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143, and the over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, BYU comes into tonight's game ranked in the AP Top 25, and there are clearly a lot of things going right for these guys right now. BYU's in the Top 25 in offensive efficiency, Top 35 in defensive efficiency. The Cougs have still yet to allow more than 61 points in any game. They're getting great home crowds and getting energy from the Marriott Center masses, certainly. This is a good-looking group and pretty deep collection of players. Mark, BYU, though, is being led by one potential All-American, Alex Barcelo, the unquestioned star on a very talented team. Yeah, I get a lot of excitement from people I interact with about this team, and the main reason for that is Alex Barcelo. I mean, look at his numbers. 
60% from three, 70% from the field, 100% from the free throw line. <laughs> and he's so efficient, and he's just, he's just a brilliant basketball mind. You can just see him working out there, he, and, 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 he, and, he, and he likes the big situations. I mean, that's so rare. A guy wants to make the play in those big situations, and to have that kind of leadership and that kind of uh, ability running your team how can you not be a good team? And then you kind of fill it. You got to backfill it with a lot of other guys. And and BYU has great depth and great you know great defensive team. And their offense is coming around. I mean, it, this team could be special. But man, it's early, uh, and you're only as good as your last game. And you better come ready to play every night because you start overlooking guys, and then you're the Oregon and not the team to be. I mean, you better be ready to play. And this will be one of those games tonight. Break time, mouth-watering Hawaiian-style food minutes away from the Marriott Center. Fresh off the grill chicken, teriyaki steak, and sizzling shrimp, Coconut Island Grill has the island flavors your mouth has been waiting for. Text the word COCONUT to 61090 for a free drink with your next meal. That's COCONUT with two Ks. K-O-K-O-N-U-T to 61090. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Texas Southern head coach Johnny Jones as the BYU Store Cougar tip-off show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar tip-off show. Let's head back live courtside and join Greg Rubel. We are live inside the Marriott Center as the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show continues. Tonight, the 18th-ranked BYU Cougars hosting Texas Southern, fourth beating all-time and second in as many seasons. Last December, Brandon Averett scored a career-high 30 points in an 87-71 BYU win. The Tigers played in the last NCAA tournament as well, and they won their first four-game. They then lost to Michigan in the first round. It was the Tigers' ninth NCAA tournament appearance all-time. TSU's head coach is Johnny Jones, with whom I spoke a short time ago about the annual exercise of toughening up his team with a two-month road swing that continues tonight here in the Marriott Center. Well, we wanted to play against some really great uh, competition uh, to really measure and see where we are uh, each year. We always feel as though that we uh, have quality guys on our team and recruit a, a certain uh, type of player. And we certainly, as we build our team, we know we play in a very tough conference. Uh, we want to measure ourselves, see where we are uh, with tough teams around the country, and at the same time give our kids an opportunity to play against some of the best competition uh, that's out there prior to getting in the conference play. Do you feel that these games in these months end up paying off where you'd like them to and clearly they do in March? It, it, it's a tough task because when you play the number that we do, we've played 11. We'll play 11 uh, non-conference games on the road uh, prior to playing two road games in, in conference yeah. play to start our season. So it's 13 straight road games. It's difficult because one, uh, it's, it's a hard balance for your team and your players but when you have a close-knit group it works because they continue to work, get better. They see the progress. Uh, but at the same time, if you're not careful, it can certainly splinter your team if you're not careful because you go through a tough uh, task of, of trying to play a, a lot of games, and sometimes it's difficult to get your guys back up. Uh, but because of the close-knit of our group, uh, the chemistry that we have in our team, it's uh, it's been good and uh, something we've been able to build on. So the record says 0-5, but if you look closer into those games, 
you've had leads in games. There are narrow losses. You're not seeing things go sideways necessarily. We've uh, led four of the five games that we've played in this year at halftime. And uh, in the second half, we've uh, had some really good stretches there. But it's things throughout that uh, that create the opportunities for teams to have success against us. Those things that we kind of constantly got to continue working on to continue getting better. And that's uh, be it um, live ball turnovers where teams have easy scoring opportunities or getting back defensively to try to slow opponents down and not give them easy scoring uh, baskets. And those areas we've got to keep um, continuing to improve in. And uh, we feel as though that if we can do that, we'll continue to be uh, improving as a basketball uh, team uh, throughout this difficult uh, preseason schedule. Where does BYU maybe slot in amongst the teams you've faced so far this season? They're really good. Uh, very talented. One of the better teams we played early was Oregon. And I think they did a tremendous job of dismantling a, a really good Oregon team uh, early. Uh, and so they're a phenomenal basketball team. I've had an opportunity uh, to watch them. We played against them last year and they had a great core of post guys uh, inside that could play. But this team may have um, potential to be better than the team uh, that they were last year because of the experience and the skill guard uh, play that they have. And they do a tremendous job in terms of playing their role. And Barcellus is just a, a phenomenal player and uh, out on the perimeter and can do so many things. And he's you know, a sign of a good player is a guy that can get his own but also can create opportunities for his uh, teammates. And he uh, does that in a um, real special way. Fun to be back in the building like the Marriott Center. Phenomenal uh, arena. The fans are really great. And unfortunately, um, uh, I guess a year ago, uh, we didn't get the experience uh, of that uh, full uh, factor, but we know what it's capable of uh, being in here. And, and those things help you too, uh, playing in front of great crowds. You have a bit of a Thanksgiving break coming up. Enjoy that. Safe travels to you and your team. Thank you for the time, Coach. Appreciate you so much. And go Tigers. That is Texas Southern head coach Johnny Jones. We've got more Cougar basketball after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. BYU and Texas Southern tipping it just after the top of the hour. BYU 4-0 after wins over Cleveland State, San Diego State, Oregon, and non-Division I opponent Central Methodist. Texas Southern has lost at Oregon, at St. Mary's, at Washington, at Air Force, and at NC State. After tonight, Tigers will have a week off before playing at Louisiana Tech next Wednesday. BYU plays at Utah this Saturday to start a three-game road swing. Mark, besides the play of Alex Barcelo, we talked about him. What has impressed you most about BYU's 4-0 start to the season? Before you answer that, something tells me the word defense is going to be included <laughs> in your answer. You know me too well. Defense, and I'm going to add rebounding. Defense and rebounding. Defense and rebounding. Unbelievable. I thought without Matt Harms, it was going to be a struggle a little bit protecting the rim. Absolutely not. Gavin's been great. Fusini's been great protecting the rim defensively. Great perimeter defense. Seneca Knight, Gideon George on the wing, both playing great defense and rebounding well from the ring, from the wing. T. John, great defender. Of course, Barcelo does everything well. So just really impressive the way they've been able to dominate teams defensively and good rebounding teams on the board. In 2022, BYU men's basketball will be dunking on cancer. Through generous donations, each BYU dunk during WCC play will raise money for BYU's Simmons Center for Cancer Research. 
For more information on the Kooks fight against cancer, go to sccr at chem, at C-H-E-M, sccr at chem.byu.edu. Final thoughts before tip-off coming up next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. set for BYU and Texas Southern. BYU fans didn't get to see Big Foose with Sandy Traore on the weekend. He's been cleared to play tonight, Mark, and should be seeing some time for the Cougs. Man, he has just been so fun to watch. He needs the minutes, so it's glad, I'm glad he's back out on the floor. But one thing, Greg, look at this lineup. Burgess and Pope like, make Foose look just tiny, yet <laughs> he dominates at the rim. I love it. <laughs> tip-off of BYU and Texas Southern will tip off next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.